Yes, I think the music machine could take a question. Okay. Spectacular? Question. Yeah, and I think you're going to like what will come up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Show the show, got you know, we do live for radio. Say it again, in case you slow, it's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do live for radio. You're listening to Troy the Podcast. Yeah, 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 I'm your host, yeah, yeah, yeah. HQ, and I have a very special guest with me here today. Craig Lover. Craig Lover, who's here with me on my very first episode. So, Craig Lover, tell us how you got your name. Ah, well, I saw this kid named something, and I named this little girl Craig, and I'm Craig Lover. Because she loves that little girl. Now, as some background, um, my daughter here and her stepsister, they went to this pumpkin patch I took them to, and there was this cute little, probably like, what, three-year-old, two-year-old little girl with curly hair, and her pants were unbuttoned and falling off. (laughs) And she was in one of these big tubes that you roll back and forth in like a hamster. And uh, my two little girls decided to name her Craig. (laughs) And the, fortunately, when the mom walked up, the mom was like, cool, because I know that some moms would have been like very put off by that. But then she, the mom started calling her Craig. So it, it all worked out. So this is my first episode. I have an interview with a very special exclusive guest. Uh, n- not as special and exclusive as uh, Craig Lover here, but <laughs> special nonetheless. Savage Five out of Brooklyn, New York, who's an upcoming rapper and has made it pretty big so far. So we have a really interesting interview. We're talking about literally everything from past lives to Lil Wayne to, you know, women in the industry and back on down to growing up in the 80s and 90s. And Craig Lover here is already bored. Uh, wh- who's your favorite rapper, Craig Lover? <laughs> I. <laughs> Did you just say I? I. I don't know them. No, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite rapper? Well, say something about your mom here. What is she? What is she into? About- she likes the sounds. She likes the sounds. Okay. Anything else? Do you know who she likes the most? Or older you bastard. Older you bastard. That's true. That's one of my top twenty, probably. You know a lot of rupers. I know a lot of Rupers. What are you reading about there? I'm reading 10 questions for J.K. Rowling. If I was going to be a rapper with a Harry Potter name, what would it be? Um, you would be Peeves. Peeves? Peeves. Is that a person from Harry Potter? Yeah, but it's only in the book. So Actually, I don't know how to say it, but it looks like it. Uh, that sounds right. Sounds like a Harry... Okay, you know what you would be? Who... You would be DJ Muggles. Why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, it's an no. insult to be a muggle, I guess, in, in nerd circles. All right, you would be Lil Dobby. Lil Dobby. Lil Dobby. Lil Dobby Bobby. That's enough of that. Now on to our interview. Uh, thank you for listening to this very first episode of Troy's show. And... Please follow us on Twitter. Yeah, not you. You can't have. You can call me. No, you can't call her. No, you cannot have her phone. No. All right, we gotta go on to the interview. I'll. I'll, You can find links to whatever my social media. Bye.
not from New York, better watch where you walk. Wrong place and wrong time, they gon' line you in chalk. You born in Brooklyn, then you born with heart. We don't play games, you get lined in the park. You riding a night, you loading the Glock. We running the block, the borough unlocked. Watch how it get dropped, watch how it get popped. The better go pop, I was dropped by my pop. Son of a shooter, yeah, I am a shooter. Aiming the chopper, aiming the Ruger, aiming the llama. Ain't from a doula, they don't want drama. Don't let them fool you. Yo, it's Savage Five, you know, I'm from Brooklyn. I rap, I do a little bit of the acting, not too much, but a little bit. Um, Savage Five, the whole history behind Savage Five is that, you know, I have five rap personalities. I feel like I got five past lives. I'm always getting deja vu, even when I go to, like, different countries that I supposedly never been to. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's the whole Savage Five concept, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had no idea that was... The, the deal behind it. So, like, what what countries have you gone to where you feel like you have deja vu? Um, like, Colombia. Like, all the whole time I was in Colombia, it was like, oh, I've done this before. Or, like, I was with my cousin, and I'd be like, yo, around this corner, there's a statue of the Virgin Mary. Never been here before. And we get really? around the corner, and the statue's, like, literally sitting right there. Yeah, I did that, like, twice. I'm like, there's a statue of Virgin Mary around here. There's a statue of, like, one of the popes. I can't remember, but I know it's over here somewhere. And my cousin's looking That's at me crazy. all crazy. Um, we got there. I couldn't speak Spanish at all. I was huh. semi-fluent within a week. It was crazy. It was like, wow. I was like, oh, wait, I know this language. Um, yeah. Same thing um, in Egypt. When I went to Egypt, okay. it was, like, a lot of the same. Um, yeah, it was just crazy. Like, knowing where line, landmarks are and, like, the language part, too? Nah, the, the language in Egypt, I... I, but, I didn't really speak Arabic, well. or...? I, I, I don't think... I don't think they, they have, speak the old language sorry. anymore over there, exactly. I think they speak, like, New, new Age Arabic, so it's, like, it's yeah. way it's different. Like, I, I knew some words, but not really. It wasn't... It's not the same, yeah. But, oh, yeah, um, that's, that's what... I think yeah. it's a little more difficult to pick up than Spanish too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, yeah. So, how long have you like had this concept, or how long I guess have you known that you had like these different like personalities that you wanted to to like get um, out like that? I feel like I feel like my whole life, like my whole life, I've just always been torn between different directions and I've always wondered like why am I torn but now I kind of like understand it a little bit better Mm -hmm. so now I feel like as long as I get to express all of them they're all working towards towards the same goal now but before my life was crazy like I would do something for two years and then I would get extremely bored with it and I'd quit and I'd go get another job or something like that and it's like yeah. I couldn't keep my head on straight. So this is like the first time I can actually keep my head on straight these last like three, four years. Have you read like the 48 Laws of Power? If you talk to 50 Cent, he preaches about that book like all the time. Um, oh, I, 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 we haven't gotten into that though, but yeah. Yeah, well, I mean on the interviews and stuff that I've seen, and him and um, a few other people that have made it pretty big. Because, well, it's a great book. You should totally pick it up. But it's not something you just read through. It's like got... 48, I guess, different tips and stuff. Mm-hmm. But one of them is, like, um, visualizing yourself, like self-visualization, which which appears in other writings and people talk about, how you won't actually realize your full potential until you visualize something that, like, you know, jibes with who you are. And once yeah. you imagine it, you just keep picturing yourself in that situation, and it kind of, like, makes it come true. I'm not probably saying it the right way, but that's the idea behind it, you know. If you want something, you just picture yourself in that situation over and over, and it happens. Do you believe in stuff like that? 
Yeah, my like my biggest motto is claiming entertainment. Like mm-hmm. I feel like you have to vocally and put that energy out into the world and into the universe mm-hmm. to get it. And if right. that's what Fifty Cent believes in, what you're just talking about, I do that all the time. Like I say, yeah. like I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and then it just happens. It's like you know, like if you can't see yourself doing it, why why would anyone else see you doing it? You know? Right, right. And it's kind of like yeah, like you said, like the energy you put out there, but. I think a lot of it, too, is like, okay, say, I think I saw Jim Carrey talking about this, actually, or maybe Will Smith in one of those. They yeah. uh, say, well, I just wanted a really, I wanted a certain kind of car, so I just kept imagining myself driving that car, or I'd, like, visualize the car, like, over and over. And then, they, I guess, within, like, a year or six months, boom, they got yeah. the car. So it's, it's kind of weird yeah. how that works. But I, you were talking about, like, um, you know, you, you would start a project, get bored with it, start. I think a lot of people can relate to that in some way or another, but I'm personally, like, that's how I am, like, with jobs or hobbies or whatever. And I feel, like, most drawn to, like, doing this podcast out of pretty much anything that I've done. And I don't know why. It seems, like, counterintuitive to everything I should be doing right now, kind of, sort of, you know? <laughs> like, and not like it's a waste of time, but it's just, like, okay, you know, there are more pressing issues, you know what I mean? So... I think because I feel so drawn to it, there's something about it or it itself. It's like I'm supposed to do it, and that's kind of like what you're saying, right? It's like this yeah, is I mean, fate. The best thing I feel like when it's time to do, when you want to do something, is just to go do it. Like just go yeah. do it, even if you fall flat on your face, just go do it. The experience will help you do it better next time, you know. Mhm. So. Yeah, and if you really, if you're meant to do it, or it's, it's like your passion, then if you mess up like one time, it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't put you off. You know, exactly. continuing to try it. So, I mean, we talked a little bit before about, you know, when people are just getting started, how a lot of people will say, oh, you shouldn't even do that. You know, that's, that's a waste of your time, kind of like the self-talk I was talking about. But when it comes from, like, the people that are close to you or, mm-hmm. like, people that are supposed to be supporting you, it's like it can be really hard. But how, how would you recommend, like, pushing through that for someone that's, just getting going, you know. I mean, you got to believe in yourself. That's what it is. I right. Mean, that's the thing. I'm going to be honest. I really feel like the more you believe in yourself, the more the people will believe in you. Like, right. just, they just got to see it. They just got to keep seeing it. it keep, when I first started rapping, I feel like three years ago I started rapping, no one wanted to even <laughs> act like I was a rapper. Today, yeah. I left from... Um, Power 105, and as I'm stepping out the building, some other mm. dude who wants to be a rapper sees me and is like, yo, can I get your picture? Can I get a picture with you, man? Can I? And I'm wow. looking at him, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm trying to keep my stuff together, but I'm looking at I'm thinking in my head, what the hell you want a picture with me for? <laughs> like, I'm nobody, bro. But it's well, like, I've not. been visualizing, yeah. So I've been, yeah. like, visualizing myself as a rapper. I carried myself as a rapper, and now I'm starting to make rapper moves, and people are, like, really starting to respect me for it. And, like, they're really following behind me, like, and it's crazy to have, like, people that love your music and and love your, your dreams so much that they, they want to see it happen for you. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, like, music and art, that all that kind of thing is really mm-hmm. kind of, like, almost like a divine, like, uh, I can't think of the word. It's like you're, you're a tool being used by, like, a higher power almost. Like, it's almost out of your hands because you mm-hmm. affect people on such a deep level. And so many people, like, even if you're, like, you know, just getting started, you could have, like, 500 views. That's 500 people. That's a lot of people. Exactly. You know? 
It might not seem like so, a lot of people to everybody, but it's really a lot of people. Well, once you start getting big and stuff, do you, do you feel like as you're, like, getting more and more successful or whatever that you feel like a sense of responsibility or, like, maybe, like, pressure to to put forth, like, a good message maybe? I mean, not like you, you have to start doing, like, conscious stuff or whatever, but I don't know. Um, does it you out? I look like this. My music is my music. Yeah. If people want a positive message from me, they need to look at my life. Like, yeah. I'm always doing charity, even though, like, I haven't made millions of dollars yet. I still do charities. I still, um, once about once a month, sometimes twice a month, I try to go to the um, food pantry and hand out food to those people in need. Um, like I think that's part of it, too, though, like, putting forth, yeah. you, know, you said, the positive energy is you can't yeah, I mean, like, I have, you need to, yeah. I have some conscious music, but it's not really, like, heavy on my on my list of things to do, like with, with me, right. the music is literally, it speaks to, it speaks to me. Like I hear a beat and that's what comes out based on what I heard in the beat. Like yeah. the songs, the songs practically write themselves. It's, it's funny. Like I get huh. a beat and within a day, I already, I already got the song written. The song, I already knew what the song was going to be when I first heard the beat. I hear the beat once. I'm like, oh, okay. I listen to it again. Has I it always been like that? Like, have, um, have you always said that, or did it kind of develop itself? You know what? For this last three years, it's always been that way. Um, mm-hmm. I used to rap back when I was 16, and yeah. I can't remember if it was that way or not. And I'm an yeah. honest person, so I'm not going to tell you either way, so I don't, I don't really remember. <laughs> but it right. feels like it's always been that way. It feels like it's always been that way. Yeah. Like, I hear you want to have it in you. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah, just kind of like home that You ain't get the best. Mm-hmm. Here's the remix. Martin had a dream, the nation still sleeping, the water not clean, the kids are not eating. Obama held it down, but now that he's leaving, who gon' step it up and battle these demons? Protest the riot, it seems like we losing. These generations, UEP Newton, hope we didn't die in that police shooting. That's how they try to murder our movement. How they gon' claim that we are living free? You say he can't breathe, but they ignore his plea. Then he died right there, choked on his knees. Pull over, no signal, die in custody. Pray for Paris, but shoot men with hands up. You scared to vote? You scared to stand up? Talking bands, Negroes need to band up. Get a couple companies, properties, land up. Are you a witness of when you demand love? They get mistreated and really demand blood. Keep the queen, take formation and don't budge. We equal or not, I'ma let God judge. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about, like, too, last time, like, uh, the age thing. Like, you were saying, oh, I'm so old, I'm 30, and I'm like, <laughs> you know. But yeah. as, like, a, as a rapper, we talked about, okay, Eminem's, like, in his late 40s. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's plenty of them. I mean, I think Kendrick is, like, maybe in his in mid-30s. So there's there's been lots that that came up, you know, in their thirties, some maybe even in their mid thirties or later. But you felt like there was a sort of a bias against rappers that your age and older, you know, well, just getting started. No, it comes down to it comes down to who the target audience is. The target audience for rappers is uh fourteen to twenty four. That's like our target audience. I I already did my research. Really? That's that's who okay, okay. that's who we're supposed to really make rap for. It's a little bit older nowadays because so many people in their 30s and even their 40s grew up with rap. That's helping right. it out. But right. even so, a lot of people in their 30s and 40s don't go to concerts of new rappers. They'll go to, like, a Jay-Z concert. They'll go to Beyonce. Yeah. They you know what I'm saying? But they won't, they won't pop out for, like, a little Uzi Vert concert. Like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> right, right. Nah, I'm not going there. So as a, <laughs> yeah. as a new rapper, you have to target 14 to, like, 24. 
Now, okay. when someone is 14 years old, the okay. last person they want to listen to is an adult. Like, from, I would say anywhere from 14 to 20, no one mm-hmm. wants to listen to an older person's advice. No one wants to listen Make to sense. that. Maybe, maybe a couple years older than them, but nothing more than that. Like, so I'm just saying, all right, I'm 30, but if I let it be known that I'm 30, it just makes it uh-huh. that much harder for me to get in. I had a couple okay. of managers that wanted to, like, manage me, and then they asked me, like, how old are you? And I'm like, oh, I just turned 30. And then it's kind of like, oh. Like, the uh-huh. excitement is out of their voice and everything, because in their head, they're like, oh, I got to develop this dude better. All this yeah, other stuff. Or they're, they they're yeah. just thinking, like, dollar signs, right? They're thinking it's, dollar signs. called out. And they're thinking, whatever. yeah, they're thinking about, he's an investment that I need to make happen right now. They get somebody when they're 16, they're thinking, yeah, I can start with him slow. One, they don't know as much as I know. And then two, you have like four or five years of managing them before they start to lose whatever luster you think they have. So Yeah, yeah like they, they groom people. Like just like they rather you know, like, groom like, somebody than deal with somebody that's actually already polished. A lot of people said his manager was talking to me and he's like, Oh, you're a real polished artist. You know, I know, I know yeah. younger me, so, you know, he's like, but he didn't know how old I was the whole time I was hanging with her. So now he asked me how old I am, yeah. and it's like, you can hear his whole voice change. And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I don't see where this is going. Yeah, it's like, oh. Like, if I, I feel like if I said I'm 24, it would have been like, all right, yeah. yeah, let's do this. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, you could say that. I think actually yeah, uh, Nicki Minaj, I think, lied about her age a little bit, like, in the Everybody beginning, too. Everybody lied about their age. Like, I can't. Or I they can't continue to. <laughs> I, little Wayne is older. Is that little? <laughs> yeah, he said he was baby, but he wasn't. There was a time when he was saying he was 13, and then you found out he was really 18. I thought he was, like, my age. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was uh-huh. exactly my age. I'm like, oh, me and Wayne are the same age. I remember this. I was, like, 15, and I'm thinking, me and Wayne are the same age. Come to find out yeah. he's a 20-year-old dude I'm looking at. <laughs> wow. You know? And I'm saying he's, know like, that. 15. Yeah, he lied about his age for, like, a long time. A long time. Like, I think it was like when he hit like 25 or 30 or close to 30 is when you finally found out what his real age was. Because you can see, like, he's aged a lot since since he first came out, which more than just like going through puberty and, and getting into his 20s, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. He looks old. Yeah. And, then, and, like, not like he looks terrible or something, but it's just like the yeah. normal, like. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm Googling age, it right now. Where he was supposed to be. Well, I don't want to get too much into Lil Wayne and, like, Birdman and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it kind of, like, it made me think about. When I said grooming, I was thinking about how the whole, like, Hollywood in general, which encompasses, like, the record industry and YouTube and all that. But Hollywood will take these really, really, really young people. I'm thinking, like, Haley Joel Osment, Macaulay Culkin, people that are, like, babies when they get into it. And they then they keep trying to find out later there was all this, like, weird, like, sexual stuff going on and, yeah. you know, that, like, mind control stuff and uh, mm-hmm. I'm not like an Illuminati person. <laughs> Get that off the table. I mean, like, do you see any of that? Like, kind of the more sinister side of things when you're, you know, yeah. getting bigger. I mean, have to. Which like, is why you know. people love to get themselves a young artist. They just right. love to get themselves a young artist because they're just easier to control all of that. It's just, it's just, it's right. just it easier on them. You know, yeah. you can literally yeah. have a young artist and take every last dollar they make, and they'll never even notice. Because you keep them on right. a private cleaning, you keep them with some also, jewelry. Also, legally, yeah, yeah, legally, they don't have any rights. You know, if their parents are in on it, you know, they're, they're just like, mm-hmm. 
little clay balls that they can mold. But, and I believe some of it, I don't really believe in the Illuminati per se, but I feel like there is a lot of that kind of activity going on that we don't even know about, like regular people. You know. Well, the Illuminati, I'm not going to call it fake, but there's about a thousand different groups that call themselves the Illuminati, so I don't know which one right. is real. And then some <laughs> of them, and I'm pretty sure between them, there's at least ten with actual power that might mm-hmm. be capable of doing Illuminati-type things. I think if they are really the Illuminati, they wouldn't call themselves that, or they wouldn't let it be known to anyone, you know? Um, <laughs> that sounds yeah, I think, I think whoever the real Illuminati is, they don't have a website. They, they, right. You know, <laughs> they don't have they don't a, have a Twitter. Page. Exactly. Yeah. Like, little stuff like that. Like, the real Illuminati is something that you probably get brought into, and if anyone ever finds out you're part of it, they probably kill you. That's probably what yeah, the real you get, taken out is. To Bohe- you get taken out to Bohemian Grove and initiated some weird, like, you know, naked yeah. human hunting ceremony. <laughs> yeah, it's like five men into the jungle, only one leaves, and he's part of the Illuminati. And the rest of you right. are dead. <laughs> like, you know. And then you get, like, branded or something. <laughs> like, yeah. like, not like yeah. branded, like, the industry, you know? but, like, with, like, a, a cattle product. Yeah, like, they probably brand you on the inside of your, on the inside of your cheek. Like, where no yeah. one else can see it, but you know it's there for the rest of your life. Like, <laughs> so, Wayne, Wayne is 36, and so he's a year younger than me. So that's crazy. Tanya is 41. I think I knew that. Drake, I don't think Drake's 30. I think he's older than 31. Drake? I think Drake might be one of the few people that didn't lie about his age, because just because he got into the entertainment industry so, so True. early, like, and he came in as an actor. As an actor, you don't really want to lie about your age, because when you turn 18, oh. you want people to know you're 18 so you can do different types of roles. So I think yeah, Grace is probably actually 31. It just seems like well, he's been he, here forever. He looks older. <laughs> yeah. I, I have opinions about this, but what do, what do you think about Drake? And, like, maybe, like, like the whole Pusha C thing and the Kanye, I'm not Kanye, but Kendrick thing with him. Like, what, what, what's your take what on that? I mean, he's a cheat code. Like, if, I, like, if I put him on a track, I'd be a millionaire by, by December. Like, I mean, he's a cheat code. Um, I think it doesn't matter. I don't want to put you on the spot. I write, I, write, I write all my own stuff. I refuse to let people write my stuff. But I don't think it matters. Being an artist is not about whether you can write your own stuff. That's about that. That's, that's being a lyricist. Like I, I look at different performer, okay. lyricist, artist, rapper. Those are four different okay. categories to me. I get an older yeah. person. You know, I'm getting conflated rapper and lyricist. To me, they're the same thing, kind of. You know. <laughs> so, well, a lyricist, Papoose. Papoose is a great lyricist. Is right. Papoose a great rapper? No, not really. Because to be a rapper, you have to be like a, a combination of at least two of two of the things. You have to be either a good artist. You know, who's a great artist. Six Nine. Six Nine is a great artist. Yes. You know why? Yes. Because yes. doesn't matter what player. comes out his mouth, he would make you money. Right. And that's, 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 that's the goal of being an artist. Can you make the people that invested in you money? That's, that's, that's sad. <laughs> My feelings on 6 9 are like, you know, I don't have many feelings on him. I mean, I think he's like, it looks kind of like the flavor of the moment, but I, do I think he's skilled? I think he's got uh, something. He's got a quality to him. You know what I mean? Like when mm-hmm. his first, like when uh, Gummo came out, and there's a couple other songs of his that I actually like have on that group playlist for, for the short group. Because they're good songs. I mean, I don't think he wrote them all. I don't think he has a hand in producing any of it. But they're, like, catchy as hell, and they, like, get you pumped up, you know? And they're going to, like, stay in the catalog of rap forever. Talking about, like, writing stuff and whether or not having, like, a ghostwriter or whatever, is, you know, makes you 
a, a fake rapper or real, whatever. Like, there was a discussion in the group about Cardi B. Well, I don't know if you read it. I, I posted something about Cardi B, and he started going off on, oh, she's fake. She's, like, the Illuminati, like, created her and her personality. And I was like, no, she's not. The Illuminati did not per- create Cardi B. She <laughs> totally did not. I was like, I've like, been following her on Instagram for a minute. She's always had the same personality. She just Cardi hasn't B always been a rapper. Like, real talk. Exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, knew, I knew her from the clubs and all of that. I watched her really? grind. I watched her make all her money. I watched what she did with her money. I watched her get her body done. I watched her yeah. put money behind her own music to promote it. I watched right. her get her teeth fixed. I, I, me and her were in Texas uh, two years ago before she really, really blew up. And we were like having a long talk on the Viceland bus. Cardi B's Cardi B. She's self-made. Yeah. She's completely self-made. Right. People might not like how she made herself, but she's completely right. self-made, and I respect the crap out of her for that. Yeah, and I want to touch back on that, like, the, the whole sexism thing in rap, too. But, like, she, she, he, one of his arguments, this guy in the group, was that she didn't write her stuff. That there were so many, like, different producers and writers credited on her album. And I was like, well, if you take a look at any rapper's album and, and the, um, uh-huh. the, the album notes, it'll show for each song. It's, like, usually at least yeah. a few different writers. If you have someone like J. Cole or Kendrick or I was trying to think Nas, the writer is just one person. It's Kendrick yeah. Lamar. It's, most yeah, rappers, whatever. Most rappers have some kind of writer somewhere. I just, with me, it's more, it might be a cocky thing. I really just yeah. think that I'm good enough that I don't need that. You know and I saying? think, too, a lot of that, yeah, and totally. And I think that a lot of the time when you see multiple people listen on there, it's not that they all wrote, like, one person wrote a section, one person. I think they're all sitting, like, at a boardroom meeting. They're going over yeah. the song, and then someone says, well, what if you rhyme this with this? And that's, mm-hmm. they get, and they get a credit. And they get a credit. Yeah, yeah. And they get credit. So you can't really discount somebody for having other people input on your writing as a rapper, I don't think. But I think it also is like a pride thing or like pride in the work for people that don't use anybody, you know what I mean? Like, this is mine. I made it myself. That's it. And that's more old school. I've seen people where... People get writer's credit just for saying, I think these things were to that. But you know what? They're yeah. savvy, so they say they want their writer's credit. Sometimes, a lot of times what I really think it is, is like two or three people came together with that hook. And then yep. Yep. the person did the, um, the lyrics. Because a lot of people that are really good lyricists, they, mm-hmm. lyricists, they don't write hooks. Back to the whole sexism thing, because that was another argument he made. Oh, she, oh great role model. She's, she's a stripper. She's got, you know, blah, 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 and now she's pregnant. When Cardi B came out, that she was pregnant. A lot of people came out of the woodwork to just, you know, take shots at her just because she was a rapper, she was a former stripper, and she was pregnant. And you're, she's a bad mom and all this. Now, you see male rappers all the time that have multiple kids. With multiple multiple baby moms. Also, multiple, multiple, like, multiple. <laughs> okay, she's a strip. She got her money so she could do what she's doing now. Uh, half yeah. these rappers claim... They used to sell drugs. I was that a better oh. role model than Cardi B right now? I don't. But I don't see, as a woman, yeah, as a woman, it's like you're you're more you're supposed to be. I could go on for hours about this whole like this whole societal. A lot of it is misconception. Because honestly, mm-hmm. I like obviously I rap now, so I'm in the strip clubs all the time. Most of the women uh-huh. there, they're getting their money. People are not grabbing them up and touching them all kind of weird way. They're not going home to see no. somebody asking her. None of that. No. A lot of them get their money. Like, the couple of them that have approached me, 
it's usually, hey, you're cool, you're a cool guy. How about we go out yeah. for a date after this? Like they, they yeah. talk about yeah. real dates, and, and and the funny thing is they don't even pay for a date. They're like, I just made a bunch of money. Look, how about I take you to dinner tonight and we get to know each other? Yeah, especially, and a lot of them especially are in school. the nicer clubs. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them are in school. Most of them, and I, I, I hate to say it, a lot of them are like in nursing school. So the yeah. things that you're denigrating right now, you're going to walk into a hospital one day and they're going to be charged with taking care of you. So you need to shut up. Right. It's a job. It's a job. Absolutely. Well, and then you think, I mean, there's a double standard for sure, like any female rapper, like whether it's like MC White, Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rap City. The, I feel like rap as a, as a career or as what you do is more geared towards the female brain because women are better at using both sides of their brain when it comes to multitasking and science <laughs> and like um, uh, and language, you know. So mm-hmm. technically, when you think about those, just those two things, there's other things too, but there's not a lot of women in the rap industry for multiple reasons, but I really feel like women, the way their minds are set up would be. It's actually in the women's favor. At 